working away from home nearly all my life. Say, 10 o'clock at night, you couldn't find anywhere to get a salad sandwich, but you could find Indians, Chinese, kebabs, pubs. Shop fitting's a good life, makes some fantastic money. For an example, you always done, uh, on an average, seven, 12-hour shifts, sometimes 90, 100 hours a week. But it was good money, you know what I mean? So, like I say, just go to a pub, come out, somebody eat, work, and that's it. And I had a couple of heart attacks. Then I had to have a triple bypass, flat lane twice, which left us with a hard condition where our heart slows down and I had to have a pacemaker. And I was still going to the gym. I'd done all aspects of joinery for the kids, school run three times a week. I used to fit me, do me old sink tops, radiators, tiling, carpet fitting. So it was always that, 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 which I loved. The only thing was, I said to my wife, I feel tired, which was not heard of. Harry never got tired. She said, have a lie down, no one had a lie down. And then she come up and said, your tea's ready. And I couldn't move. Think positive. Get a help, such as active strokes, because there's other strokes groups throughout the country, easy enough to find and let your friends and family help. Don't be backing off and say, I can do that when you know for a fact you can't. But that's the biggest one is, think positive. Hello, I'm Mark Goodyear, and this is Stroke Stories, the podcast that seeks out and hears from stroke survivors. The condition and health of your heart is closely linked to your risk of suffering a stroke. People who undergo heart surgery have an increased risk of suffering from a stroke during the procedure and even in the months afterwards. In this episode, we hear from Harry English from Newcastle, who suffered a stroke at the age of 68. I was a retired joiner, shop fitter, working away from home nearly all my life. Say, at 10 o'clock at night, you couldn't find anywhere to get a salad sandwich, but you could find Indians, Chinese, kebabs, pubs. Shop fitting's a good life, makes some fantastic money. For an example, you always done, uh, on an average, seven, 12-hour shifts, sometimes 90, 100 hours a week. But it was good money, you know what I mean? So, like I say, just go to a pub, come out, somebody eat, work, and that's it. I had to leave work a bit early. And the knuckles in my right hand was crumbling with, and I had to leave work. It was just about a year short in my full 65 years. But I had made arrangements with the big white chief, the big boss, and I was going to stay on at 65, but it never happened. And from about 2 or 9, it was all downhill. I was super fit, you know what I mean? And I had a couple of heart attacks... Then I had to have a triple bypass, flat lane twice, which left us with a hard condition where our heart slows down and I had to have a pacemaker. And I was still going to the gym. I'd done all aspects of joinery for the kids, school run three times a week. I used to fit me, do me old sink tops, radiators, tiling, carpet fitting. So it was always dad, 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 which I loved. But a stroke, it just happened one afternoon. The only thing was, I said to my wife, I feel tired, which was not heard of. 
har ein efo gotaeth. She said, "Well, I don't know and how to lie down." And then she come up and said, "Your tea's ready." And I couldn't move. I can't remember much except for what she's told us. The actual stroke she come around to see us. She says, "Your lips down, and everything couldn't move. Just what you see on the television. Nine, nine, nine. They come confirmed it. They had a stroke, and then." I'd done a good recovery, got us to the hospital, and they gave us a clot busting drug. It was said later on when I found out it was a blood clot from the heart, which I couldn't understand because, like I say, I'm about 10 stone even now, you know what I mean? I was going to the gym, I was paying for it, so I couldn't understand it. Still can't. Harry was in hospital for just one week. They were going to send us from the stroke ward at the RVI, the general, for therapy and speech. My right side completely paralysed and all that. Lost the sight in my right eye, the full lot. So anyway, they were going to send us a cherry bin for our... And I went, no, couldn't speak like So I just wrote down AT home. The doctor, the consultant, he was a Dr Lowe, a South African guy... He went, send him home, he'll get better quick and we'll get the stroke team. And they did. They come out of us for about three months. Because I was, couldn't walk, I was in a wheelchair and all that. And with our help, I got through it, and my wife's help. When I was getting on my feet, I was so frustrated because I couldn't do what I used to. My right hand, it's left of my hand paralysed. I was shouting at the wife. And... I was showing myself up and showing her up. And normally I'm that type of bloke, I'm that laid back, I'd fall over. I said, sorry, but it doesn't make any difference. You've done it, haven't you? And she took us to the doctors, put us on an antidepressant for the brain patterns and that, which I'm still on. My GP gave us a letter of induction. Then it was them, just strokes. And I says, I'll go once. And the rest history. I was going to go for a walk in the river time. I was that so frustrated. Why me? And the thought that stopped us really was my wife being on her own. I could have very easily done it because it was so frustrating. You couldn't do what you wanted. The grandkids were playing on the door, pulled on the handle, snapped the handle. Son says, sorry, went and got new handles, fitted them. I'm saying... He's not holding that screwdriver right. I should be doing that. That's for an example. I mean, in the house, like I say, I used to do my own carpet fitting, radiator, sink tops, all aspects January. No, virtually nothing. So that way, it's a huge impact. Another example, um, the brain doesn't work too good because I've still got a bit of the clot there. I was stepping off the curb into the traffic. So the wave pulled us back and everything. And I uh, took my licence off us, of course. Like, it wasn't with the stroke, but with the heart condition that left us where they In other words, I pass out. So when the heart rate drops, if the pacemaker doesn't kick in, I think it'll be an insurance job. But I'm no different from anybody else who's had a stroke as a stroke survivor. In this place, and, um, it's a big... Big help. With the help of the 
my wife and the family as well, you know what I mean? No, I just accept whatever comes. Harry regularly attends Active Stroke Northeast. It's changed how he views his own recovery. For a start, seeing people that's worse off than me. Now that's a wake-up call. And if you do get depressed or a little bit, you just talk to them. They'll just say, come here, wall the same, traces the same, she'll have her off date and just give her a cuddle. And they're brilliant people because we all were very much in the same line, had the same, you know what I mean? Some were worse than the others. I think I'm lucky when I see people like that. I just came one Friday night and then I came friends and we had a secretary called Anthony and I said, I've worked all my life, never been an unemployed in my life. But when I, I was working for Newcastle City Council for 20 years, I was a union activist and what you call a union learning rep, help people learning. And I was 60 odd and I found out I was dyslexic. But like I say, I was never unemployed and I just got in the last to be a trustee, active through northeast, and that was it. Keeps you going. Harry now feels he can accept what has happened to him. There's no two ways around it. I accept what's happened and that's it and make the best of it. I'm out every day, I use my bus pass to the full extent. You can get a bus nearly anyway, it's just the length of time it'll take you, you know what I mean? Active strokes, we meet on a Tuesday, we use a side pool. We meet on a Friday night, have a cup of tea, we go in the gym, I go on a treadmill, that's all I can do, but I go on there. And then we'll have a fitness instructor, John, who does the floor exercises. It's good. But everything we do, you see, like, for an example, the swim baths, we pay 2600 per annum for that. And we'll pay that by a subscription, voluntary, of course. And we get no help from the government or the NHS. So everything we do, and Ross has been brilliant. Since he's come on board, at one time, a couple of years ago, we thought well, it was going to fold or put it on hold. But he went and got in touch with different people, for example, the Newcastle Building Society, Freemasons, and we got donations off them, which is a big help. We do raffles, sponsored walks, sponsored swims, everything we can, and it's really good. Harry's stroke had a serious impact on his mental health, but thanks to the intervention of his family and his GP, he was able to access the support he needed to overcome it. Still to come on Stroke Stories, Harry on adapting to life after stroke. Every day I'm pleased I wake up, I get up, I can do, I can go for walks, which I do. I go on the buses, I've seen me be in five, six buses a day, what I call bus hopping, like Thursday, Went over the tunnel, the wife and I, walk around, cup of tea sandwich, got back in the house for about three o'clock. Brilliant, you know what I mean? Good pastime. And on the public's reaction to stroke survivors. I was in a wheelchair, getting pushed around as I was, and this woman walked into us and she went, why don't you watch where you're going? I went, I'd love to. Let's hear how Harry's stroke changed his relationship with his close friends. Me workmates, You've got nothing coming anymore. You had your work, your experiences. Like I say, some of the experiences I had when I was on the join-off on Newcastle City Council, 
I couldn't tell you on tape about it, but at first the lads used to come and see us and all that, and then they did stop, yes, because you've got nothing in common, you've got nothing to talk about. Once every couple of months I go out with my nephews, my son, even though I'm divorced, very close to me family, I've seen them all the time. And my stepson sometimes, see once every couple of months we'll go out for a few pints and things like that, have a couple of drinks with the wife's occasions. You must, in my opinion, plus me nature, you've got to keep moving, you've got to keep active. You must be doing things. Even sitting in the house, I'd get up, I'll be sitting, I'll go for a walk upstairs or something, June season of the way. What are you doing, are you? I says, I'm going upstairs to exercise. Every day I'm pleased I wake up, I get up, I can do, I can go for walks, which I do. I go on the buses, I've seen me be in five, six buses a day, what I call bus hopping. Like Thursday, went over the town, the wife and I, walk around, cup of tea, sandwich, got back in the house for about three o'clock. Brilliant, you know what I mean? Good pastime. In my opinion, you must keep active and you cannot dwell on it. You've got to move forward all the time. Harry's also found there's a lack of awareness around disability caused by stroke. I was in a wheelchair getting pushed around as I once, and this woman walked into us and she went, why don't you watch where you're going? I went, I'd love to. Family, I'm just the same, I'm just Harry. Now I'm the back to me normal self, you know what yeah. I mean? But sometimes, for an example, I've got no feeling me on the hands paralysed, have bits of food in me, lip, you know what I mean? June will say, Something on your lip, Harry, I'll just say, oh, I'm keeping that for after. And we'll go on holidays, we use national coach holidays, which are brilliant, you can go away for a week's holiday. It's 200 quid, you know what I mean? We went to Ireland, it's lovely. And we're sitting on a table with six other people. June says, are you struggling? Because, like, meats, can't use a knife. He can use a fork, but not a knife. So... June's cutting the meat up for us and the roasties and they're looking and they didn't know which way to take us. And she went, he's had a stroke. And here's Harry's advice to stroke survivors and their families. The stroke survivor, think positive. Get a help such as active strokes because of those strokes groups throughout the country, easy enough to find. And let your friends and family help. Don't be backing off and say, I can do that when you know for a fact you can't. But that's the biggest one is think positive. You must keep moving. You've got to do what you can because you can't sit and vegetate. I could have done that when I first had the stroke because I couldn't move very well. I was in a wheelchair, you know what I mean? The other day, I was standing facing the cupboard. June says, what are you doing, Harry? I hadn't a clue what I was standing there for. As I say, patience, how he gets me hand, takes his back to the seat, sits down, would you like a cup of tea? Yes, please. So I might seem more and more right and all that, but the brain doesn't work too good. Harry found the limitations caused by his stroke frustrating at first, but through the support and care of his wife, June, he was able to bounce back and begin living life again. 
please do subscribe to the podcast and rate and comment on the episodes because that does help us spread the word. And if you are, or you know of a stroke survivor with a story to share, please contact us via Twitter or Instagram. Our DMs are open. The Stroke Stories podcast was produced by Aidan Judd. I'm Mark Goodyear. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.